At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's the big $10 sale. So mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. genius in you, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Now, Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth, creator of Namology Science and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. And in each weekly show, you get to hear the fascinating ways that other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. And at the end of each show, including tonight, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. Now, all over the world, many people have diverse interests, and in that vein, people have asked about different occupations, different areas of life that have highly interested them, because people have wanted to know how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset when they use the gifts that are seen in their name. So how does someone express their creative talents, and how does someone share those talents and those gifts with everyone so that everybody benefits. Our expert tonight is Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, who has developed her genius in the area of medicine, specializing in vaccines or vaccinations. Now, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, osteopathic medical doctor from Cleveland, Ohio, is board certified in three specialties. She's the founder of Tenpenny Integrative Medical Center, a clinic that specializes in holistic health and healing, including breast thermography, allergy relief, and bioidentical hormones. Now, the clinic has seen patients from all 50 states and more than 17 countries. Dr. Tenpenny is a practicing physician and cares for patients two and a half days 
per week. Now, Dr. Tenpenny is an internationally known expert on the problems associated with vaccines. Students from all over the world have become confident parents and articulate activists through her online educational courses. She is an author of several books and a contributor to many more. She has done literally hundreds of television and radio interviews. As the voice for the health freedom, Dr. Tenpenny is an outspoken advocate for free choice in healthcare, including the right to refuse vaccinations. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Sherry. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Sherry, we'd like to start by hearing why you wanted to become a physician. Um, I grew up in a chiropractic family that my grandfather, three uncles, and two cousins were chiropractors. And I also grew up in the era of uh, Marcus Welby, MD, and Chad Everett in the medical center. And from the time I was probably four or five, I knew I wanted to go into healthcare. And I remember sitting around the dining room table listening to my dad and his brothers and brothers-in-law talk about um, talk about their talk about chiropractic in their cases, but. I wanted to do more than just chiropractic, and so I wanted to go to medical school. And then uh, somewhere along the line when I was in undergraduate, my pre-med advisor introduced me to osteopathic medicine, and he said, this way you can do both. You can do anything that you want in the allopathic world in terms of what an MD would do, and you um, can also do um, manipulation, osteopathic manipulation, and uh, osteopathic manual medicine that's, that's similar to but different from chiropractic. So that's how I ended up to be an osteopath. You know, it's amazing to me how when you're growing up in that kind of environment, some people want to do more and go further. And other people, like my father's a physician and my sister's an osteopathic doctor, and I wanted to run the other direction. <laughs> so I, I think it's fabulous that you, you know, you thought, yes, I want to do even more than what they're doing. So what happened that caused you to get so involved in vaccines? Um, nothing particular happened. I had been, I was the director of an emergency department in Finley, Ohio for 12 years, almost 13 years actually. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and towards the end of that time, my business partner in the, in our ER group um, died of metastatic kidney cancer when he was 32 years old. And at that point, my enthusiasm for being inside of emergency medicine sort of went by the wayside because it just wasn't fun anymore without practicing and working with Dave. And I started looking at, and that was about the same time that the Eisenberg study came out in 1992 that showed the, there was that across the country, people were spending more than $1 billion with a B, $1 billion out of pocket each year on holistic and alternative treatments and not telling their medical doctors they were doing this. Well, of course, like that was like 1992, and it set this huge chill through the entire industry. Like, how dare those people go out and do something other than what I, the doctor, told them to do? Well, I started looking into that, and I thought, that's the direction I want to go, because I feel like in the future, people will have choice. They'll want to work on the side of health instead of just taking care of sickness and disease. And that was, you know, short, not, it was not too long after that that Dave passed away. So I moved to Cleveland in 1996, and I set up my integrative medical practice here called, it's now called Tenpenny Integrative Medical Center here in Cleveland, Ohio, which I'm always proud to say that we've seen people from all 50 states and somewhere around 18 countries that have come to our clinic to get well and, and, well and off their pharmaceutical drugs. And that was in 96. In September of 2000, there was a flyer that came in the mail to attend the National Vaccine Information Center meeting in Washington, D.C., and for some reason, I just couldn't seem to throw that away. I kept ending up on my kitchen counter somehow. And so I thought, wow, there must be some reason I need to go to that conference. Well, as it turned out, I went to the conference and I sat there for four days listening to MDs and PhDs and researchers and parents and moms of vaccine-injured kids and thought, how did I possibly miss this in my education? And I've been a physician since 1985. I've been doing an integrative practice since 96. This is now September of 2000. How did I miss this little wedge? Because, and I thought, well, it's probably because I never gave vaccines a thought, like ever. I mean, growing up in a chiropractic family, I, had, I was never vaccinated, not ever, not once. I had age-appropriate measles, mumps, rubella, chicken pox, and pertussis. And I believe it's one of the reasons why at 61 years old I'm as healthy as I am, because I had the appropriate things in my immune system. 
And I came home and I said, well, this ought to be something I should look into. Where should I start? And I started with the CDC papers, and since that time I've, I've committed, I stopped really counting at somewhere around 35,000 hours worth of investment time because I spend the lion's share of my waking hours on this topic. And well, I don't have any children, and I don't have any vaccine-injured relatives, and so it's, to me it's all about the truth. It's not about fighting because my child was injured or because one of my family members were injured or I was injured. It was the d- deeper I went down the rabbit hole, the more I realized that this entire industry is a fraud. And the more that I uncovered, the more that I know, knew, the more that I learned, you just get to the place where you can't, you can't unknow what you know and you see what they've been telling us is a big fat lie. You know, you are the symbol and the representative for so many people who are wanting the right to choose to be vaccinated or not. Now, both in California and New York, they've recently reduced the number of medical exemptions from childhood vaccinations or the number of excuses that people could have why they shouldn't be vaccinated. Do you expect this to spread to other states? And what is your advice to parents that live in those states? Well, I wouldn't call exemptions excuses. I think that that's a, you know, many of these parents have done their homework and they understand that in the vaccines there are more than 208 foreign proteins and children now get multiple doses of 17 different vaccines by the, and they get 33 doses of vaccines before they start kindergarten. And parents have done their homework and they realize what's coming through that needle can, can make their child sick for life, even kill them. And depending on what their own genetic makeup is, if they have genetic SNPs of COMP-T or MTHFR or abnormal vitamin D receptors, or there's a whole list of other types of genetic things, or family history, they are educated and well-informed and have decided that they would rather have their child contract whooping cough or chicken pox or, for heaven's sakes, measles, that these infections will come and go in seven to 10 days and leave behind a lifetime of immunity rather than contracting a lifelong disease and be a forever customer of life, customer for life to the pharmaceutical industry. So the exemptions were there, the, particularly the medical exemptions were there for very good reasons. Perhaps you had a family of four children and one of your children had a severe vaccine injury, in fact, maybe even died from the vaccine. But now the state is going to tell you, doesn't matter, one size fits all, bring your other three tables to the, to the, uh, to the table of the pharmaceutical industry to be sacrificed because we said so. It, it is vaccination, scary. Vac- vaccination is the only area of healthcare, the only area that I'm aware of that does not take family history into consideration. You know, when you go to the doctor and you've got migraines or you have breast cancer or you have um, irritable bowel or asthma, you know, one of the things that questions that are always on your questionnaire form is, you know, does anybody else in your family have migraines? Any other history of cancer? How about heart, heart disease, high blood pressure? But when it comes to vaccines, doesn't matter. If both parents have autoimmune disease, if both, if both parents had had severe reaction as they were ch- a child, if, the, if a sibling had a severe reaction, doesn't matter. Mandatory, roll up your sleeve, take your shot. You know, that to me is just frightful. But we need to take our first break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net, an Exxon Broadcast Network, and on the website, knowthename.com. Now, all of Sherry's information, her websites, how to get in touch with her, the name of her books, everything is on knowthename.com. Just go to the schedule page and click on tonight's date. Now, after the break, we're going to find out what is actually in the vaccines and why Sherry wishes to educate parents on the dangers of some vaccinations. Stay tuned.
It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. Pat Home Shamanic Art School proudly presents the Gathering of Shaman 2019 Fall Retreat, Manifestation Samhain. Join me, Certified Shamanic Instructor Gwilda Wiyaka, in the magnificent Colorado Mountains this November 2nd and 3rd for a life-changing event. Participate in unique teachings and ceremonies that will put the power and magic of shamanic manifestation into your hands. Sit in circle with like-minded individuals, sharing group energy and the power it generates. Classes will be held in a facility next to the beautiful, majestic Arkansas River, further empowering the experience. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today. For more information, visit findyourpathhome.com or email touchin at findyourpathhome.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com as a link for you. Our guest tonight is Sherry Tenpenny, whose website is tenpennyim, like in Mary, c.com. There's also a scientific article exposing the vaccine myths and pharma foibles on her website that is the like victory a x x t e r dot com okay you know i want to start, wait i want to wait i want to correct you there just a little bit okay because, Go ahead. because those things have been changed and the right. primary website if people want to find dr tenpenny if they want to find her the, the website for her to go to to go to is courses for mastery.com courses the number four mastery.com and that you will find all the different elements that we of the of the educational work we do. There's information about our boot camp, our membership, the Tenpenny Research Library that has over 11,000 articles associated with problems with vaccines, and um, and also Vaccine U, Vaccine the Letter U, where you can find individual courses on each of the individual vaccines, and that will be completed probably by the end of July. And there's also a link to Tenpenny IMC, which is my was just my medical clinic. So instead of having a whole bunch of different places to go to find to find out what Dr. Tenpenny's doing and where the heck she is, you can just go to courses and, and there's a link to Vaxter there too. I forgot that one. Vaxter is our daily email educational arm that we have professional writers that are writing pieces for us that are highly documented and well referenced. And you can find all of that under one umbrella, which is courses for mastery.com. Great. Now I have that one too down on on the knowthename.com guys that you're used to going to 
all of those are there, but I'm going to make that one huge. So you know to start there. Okay. Thank you, Sherry. Um, this is the part of the show where we interpret a portion of our guest's name. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. So your name indicates that you're able to take uh, a lot of alone time and work well alone to do your research or do whatever you need to do, but you can do that alone time. And as some people really need a lot of company or they need more interaction, whatever, but you're able to use alone time well when you have it. And that if you have, if you don't get enough alone time, your name indicates that you would crave it. Your name also indicates that you just treasure your freedom, that freedom is incredibly important to you, that you don't work well if you're underneath somebody else's thumb because you need to have freedom. It indicates that you can learn anything, that you like to have a teacher there while you're learning the foundation, but once you've got the foundation, it's like, okay, I don't need you anymore. Thank you very much. I can do the rest myself. Your name also indicates that you um, can get along with any group that you choose to and that you're incredibly organized and have an excellent memory and that you will always go to the top of your field no matter what it is. Those are just some of the things that are in your name. Wow. That's amazing. And it's really true about alone time. <laughs> that's, that really is the top of the list. In fact, um, I've said to, I, I only have a couple of friends that I would say, you know, you're allowed in my people-free zone. <laughs> you know, after I spend a lot of time around people, I need to go into my cave and be totally alone. Mm-hmm. That's all right there in your name. I joke with everybody that I can talk two hours on what I see in a name, but in the radio show, we do a really quickie, like a brief mini. So we before we get into the actual composition of vaccines, how many vaccines are our children now expected to receive, starting with the vaccines that are given to our babies prior to them leaving the hospital? So what are our numbers now? Well, between birth and 12 months of age, um, children will receive 19 vaccines, and that's almost 5,000 micrograms of aluminum that goes into the muscle, picked up by the white blood cells, and can be deposited irreversibly in the brain by the time they're one year of age. That's 19, 19 doses of vaccines by one year of age. Between one year and um, between one, and so then you add another 14 or 15 vaccines by the time they, between birth, I'm sorry, between one year of age and five year of age, so that by the time they start kindergarten, they will have 33 doses of vaccines. If they can, then when they continue on into high school, considering they get a flu shot every year beginning at six months of age, then you add in Gardasil, meningitis, Tdap, which is the uh, pertussis booster, and perhaps meningitis B, which they don't give routinely, thankfully, because it has so much aluminum in it. But a fully vaccinated child from birth till um, 18 years of age will have had at least 54 doses of vaccine. And, depend, and, it, and you have actually more vaccine antigens than that because, like, for example, the MMR vaccine is three vaccines in one shot, and the DPT vaccine is dipnus, tetanus, diphtheria, tetanus, tetanus um, pertussis, and diphtheria. That's three vaccines in one shot. Prevnar, Prevnar 13, is 13 vaccines in one shot. So when I say that they'll have 54 shots, you have a lot more when you add up all the individual that you will have up to over 200 actual vaccine antigens injected into your body, 500 micrograms of mercury, and almost 12,000 micrograms of aluminum. And you do that into growing brains, growing children, things that are rapidly developing between birth and uh, even five years of age, and you continue to grow past that. So, there, so what we are doing, we are systematically destroying the human race because of injecting all these foreign matter, all these foreign chemicals, the, uh, and the, many of the, the live virus vaccines, measles, mumps, rubella, chicken pox, hepatitis A, hepatitis B, even though those are synthetic, they are all made in animal tissues, and they have foreign animal DNA, and they have foreign viruses that are in the solutions that get injected into the body, and there's a process called insertional mutagenesis, which means those stray, unaccounted-for viruses can get incorporated into the vaccine recipient's DNA. So if you get a shot, those extra viruses that are floating around in your system can get incorporated into your DNA. And um, Teresa Deicher's work suspects that much of that 
excuse me, um, mutational mutagenesis is what's leading to the, the accelerated increased incidence of cancer in children. All of this to me is just so incredibly scary. If a and parent it, wants... And it, and, it, and it should be, because I'm hoping that before I leave this planet to go on to meet my and spend the rest of eternity with my maker, that parents will be much, much more frightened about what's coming through that needle than they could ever possibly be of an infection that's going to come and go and leave behind a lifetime of immunity. So... If a parent does want to immunize their child, it's not immunize. We vaccinate. Okay. Vaccinate means you inject foreign matter with the assumption of becoming immune. You don't immunize anybody. And it's a it's a it's an old word that we've mostly eliminated from the vaccination language because it's really a lie. Because you can be injected with foreign matter, develop an antibody, and contract that illness anyways. So what you are doing to yourself as an adult and to children is you're vaccinating them. You're injecting foreign matter with no, no guarantee, even not even any probability of becoming immune, which means resisting infection. If a parent decided that they wanted to, to give their child MMR, a vaccine, a vaccine yeah. a, a MMR, is it better to have three separate shots or is it better to lump them? Because I think they'd be even worse if they were lumped together, but then I'm not a medical person. Well, they are lumped together and they don't even manufacture them as, some, as individual antigens. So you can't get a measles shot and then a mump shot and then a rubella shot. You can only get the combination vaccine. The same is true, is true, is true for DPT. So how many chemicals and known carcinogens are in our vaccines? Um, there's, so, there's over 200. There's over 200 chemicals. And the last time that I took a deep dive into that, we, um, there are at least four known carcinogens. In fact, we offer a course through Vaccine U, which is vaccinetheletteru.com. It's called Problematic Ingredients. It's a seven-part course that takes a very deep dive into all the ingredients in vaccines. There's a module on mercury, one on aluminum, one on foreign proteins, one on chemicals, and one on, um, on the, um, the, actually there's, a, there's another um, one that's on the uh, cells that are used to make viral vaccines. So if people really want to take a really deep dive and explore all of that, they can find that at vaccineu.com. Now, I know that in Texas where I was, all children need to have their vaccine records up to date or they couldn't continue in seventh grade. You had a certain amount of leeway and then I'm sorry, the public schools didn't take you. Okay. That's so not in Texas, Texas is one of the states that's had a, a philosophical exemption. It's always had a philosophical exemption, which means you've, you've always had a right to refuse. There's now 17 states. Texas is one. Ohio, where I am, is one. Um, there's, I don't know all, the, all of them off the top of my head, I, the place, the, and I could give you a, a reference to find that. But there are three types of exemptions. One is a medical exemption, which your doctor says you should not have this vaccine because the, the likelihood of causing harm is very great. They've removed the medical exemptions in California and New York. They've never been present in, in Mississippi and West Virginia. All 50 states always had a religious exemption. Now they've removed, um, it, with the exception of West Virginia and Mississippi, now they've removed the religious exemption in California and West Virginia. There are 17 states that has, still have what's called a personal choice exemption or a philosophical exemption, which means I've looked at the risk of the vaccine, I've looked at the risk of this infection, I'm not injecting that garbage into my children to try to avoid a fever, a cough, a rash, and some diarrhea. And Texas has always been one of the states with a philosophical exemption. Okay, we need to take another break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xcbn.net and Exome Broadcast Network Station and on the website, knowthename.com. Stay tuned. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, 
Join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Sherry Tenpenny, who can be reached via the website, uh, courses, the number four, mastery.com. Okay, now, during the little break, we had a small discussion, because when I was an administrator in the state of Texas, literally, if a child wasn't up on their vaccinations, we didn't let them in. And I was talking to Sherry during the break on whether that was a district policy, a state policy, but we looked at the years and I was an administrator in the early 1980s. And so Sherry, please address that. Um, I, as long as I've been doing this since 2000. So, and as far as I remember, I believe it was around maybe 88 or 89 that Dawn Richardson, she had an organization called Prove, um, Parents Requesting Open Vaccination Discussions or something like that. And she now works for the National Vaccine Information Center. And she, uh, t- she spent four years and almost single-handedly reinstated the personal belief exemption in the state of Texas, which is still in effect. Fabulous. <laughs> Fabulous. Okay, are any religious groups being targeted or forced to get vaccines that don't believe in them, like the Hasidic Jews, the Christian scientists, and the Dutch Reformed Church? You know, I don't, I can't speak to those other two, the Christian sciences or the the Reformed Church that you mentioned. But we all know about that this whole thing, this whole loss of religious exemptions and and medical exemptions in in New York, all came from. Um, targeting the ascetic Jews. And I, I, it's, just, it's just appalling to me to think that history is repeating itself of what happened to the, Jew, the whole Jewish population during World War II, and now we're marching these same Jews into a room and forcing them to be medicated against their will. In my opinion, all of this mandates, this, these, all of these mandates, medical mandates of any kind, whether it's chemotherapy, whether it's microchipping, whether it's forcing you to take medication against your will, whether it's forcing to be vaccinated against your will, is a violation of the Nuremberg Codes and the declarations of Helsinki that were published in 1963, where physicians were supposed to put the, the, uh, the condition and the rights of their patients and the, and the best interests of their patients ahead of all else, meaning ahead of government and ahead of the money that's coming into their pockets. And I believe that it's, it's, it's long overdue that we take a deep drill into that 
and start changing that and making people aware that what, the, what politicians are forcing the medical industry to do is that politicians are practicing medicine without a license and that they are in violation of international codes. So I have a question. Is pork ever used in vaccines? And the reason I'm asking is because if pork was used in vaccines, which I don't know if they were or weren't, I've heard rumors, that then the Muslims and Orthodox Jewish community also wouldn't want to take them. Um, their rotavirus vaccine has, has had some traces of porcine in them. And any of the vaccines that have gelatin, which is most of them, gelatin, it comes from a porcine source. But wow. we, have, we have worked very hard with all the different uh, major religions. The Catholic Church, which allows vaccinations that are made from aborted fetal tissue, they, don't, they turn a blind eye to it. The, um, the Jewish faith and the Muslim faith turn a blind eye to the idea of pork. They've been co-opted by the government to believe that the vaccines are better than the greater good, that that, that is a direct violation of their faith. Are the articles on measles outbreaks that stress the importance of being vaccinated really reporting on fake outbreaks, or do you think those outbreaks are real? No, they. Well, the big outbreak that happened in in Disneyland that that led to California passing SB two seventy six and then subsequently SB two seventy seven. I mean, all that it was something. I, the number is something like ninety eight percent, like. Uh, However, the total number of people that ended up with a, with a case of the measles, something like 98% of them, the, the, they developed measles from vaccine strain measles. So it was actually the attenuated measles that was in the, the attenuated measles virus that was actually in the vaccine, when it was injected into the human, it was reactivated and caused them to develop the infection. So it wasn't about wild measles out there in the environment. And we know from many, many published research studies that have said that both measles and pertussis have somewhere between a two and five year life cycle that we would, that you will see outbreaks of measles and outbreaks of pertussis every two to five years, irrespective of vaccination rate. So we could have 100% vaccination in every age group, and we would still see these outbreaks because of the life cycle of the infection and because the vaccine does not keep you from getting sick. Is there a correlation between vaccinations and autism? Of course. There's more than 157 articles that, that, uh, that I'm aware of. There may be even more now. I actually have a document that collects them that call it encephalitis, encephalopathy, um, a, a sensory integration disorder, food dis dysfunctions that kids have to go through, learning how to eat and swallow. And if, you know, they, they try to blame it off on saying it's better diagnosis. Well, if that's the case, where are all the 30, 40, 50-year-olds running around spinning and wearing diapers and flapping and not being able to talk? If physicians couldn't diagnose autism 30, 40, 50 years ago, then they should have had their license revoked. So it's not just about bigger, it's not just about bigger, um, uh, better diagnosis. It's about the acceleration of the vaccination schedule. I mean, up through 1985, children, if they were fully vaccinated, received three vaccines, three doses of DPT, one dose of MMR, and three doses of oral polio on the sugar cube. That was it through 1985. Then in beginning in 1991, they added three doses of hepatitis B, including the dose that's given within 24 hours of birth. I mean, when are these babies going to have be exposed to hepatitis B and and um, in the NICU or in the in the in the nursery? And then we added the Hemophilus influenza B vaccine, four doses of that in in the same year, 1991, 95. We added chickenpox. In 2000, we added Prevnar. 2002, I believe, we added hepatitis A. Uh, and uh, rotavirus came after that. And so it's just an open door. So all of these mandates right now, if you, if, you, if you look at what they're trying to do, is to mandate the current vaccination schedule. But what people need to be aware of is that there's more than 200 vaccines in the developmental pipeline. Many of them are targeted towards adolescents and adults. They released the adult vaccination plan 
February of 2015, and they're going to be coming after adults next. And I'm already starting to see where some adults are being kicked out of their family practice internal medicine offices for, for refusing a flu shot, the same way that they've kicked kids out of their pediatrician's office for years for not being fully vaccinated. So the ramp up in the schedule has just been horrific. And developing brains can't handle the load of, those, of all that mercury, all that aluminum, all those stray adventitious viruses, all those foreign proteins. It's like how dare we inject our youngest, most vulnerable with garbage. It's, it's so obvious to me that we are putting our most vulnerable at risk by injecting all of this foreign matter at such a tender age. I treat a lot of infants and a lot of babies in my practice because we have a pediatrician in our office and we have a very large population of completely unvaccinated kids at our clinic here in Cleveland, Ohio. They come from all over the place because we have a board-certified pediatrician who is willing to work with these children with homeopathy, nutrition, breastfeeding, those sorts of things. And they come in with crooked heads because of this whole thing about Laying, laying babies on their back, this back-to-sleep thing because, oh, my gosh, they might die if you lay them on your stomach. So I treat a lot of babies from two weeks of age on up, and I, and I, I hold these little tiny babies in my hand, and I look at their teeny tiny little fingers and their small little wrists, and I think, how dare we inject this foreign matter into these children and somehow convince parents that this is the best possible thing, and if they don't inject those things into their children – Somehow they are a poor parent and not doing what they should be doing. So what role does the pharmaceutical industry play in encouraging vaccinations? And the reason I ask is because if children are being vaccinated, sounds like to ensure that they have medical problems later, wouldn't that be in the best interest of the pharmaceuticals and not the best interest of the child? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it all kind of started around um, uh, 2010, when the Gates Foundation uh, put up $10 billion, with a B, $10 billion, to, um, to start the decade of vaccines. So starting between 2010 and 2020, so between 2010 and 2020, this has been considered the decade of vaccines. They aligned all of the pharmaceutical industries to do co competitive cooperation in terms of vaccinating. And they realized that most of their most um, powerful drugs, the ones that they were making the most money off of, their patents were expiring because when they come with a, a new medication to market, it has a 20 to 22-year patent. And it was, they were all expiring, so they were worried about how are we going to keep up our growth, how are we going to make more money. And the idea was, well, if we, if we, if we beef up the vaccination sector, because we know the U.S. Supreme Court has even said vaccines are unavoidably unsafe, well, then there's going to be a portion of those children that are going to get sick with asthma, allergies, eczema, ADD, diabetes, cancer, rheumatoid arthritis, along with the neurological problems. And, oh, by the way, we've got this great big book of business we can sell them to manage their symptoms because we've caused disease. And we've made them be customers for life of the pharmaceutical industry. That, as sinister as it sounds, is very real. And that okay. started in about 2008. And we need to take our last break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Now, after the break, we're going to find out what Dr. Sherry Tenpenny has in her name that has assisted her that you just might have in your name as well. Stay tuned. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. 
Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzuli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I dot net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not so secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hides can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit iconquality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? Have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, whose website is coursesformastery.com. Now, the four is numerical, so it's the number four in the middle of coursesformastery.com. You can find all the information on how to find out more about her and everything at knowthename.com on the calendar page the schedule page all you have to do is click on tonight's date and all of that will pop up for you um, she's taken her skills to a level where dr sherryton penny is able to expound on the truth of vaccinations now now dr sherry in your book say no to vaccines you mentioned that you've traveled to 50 countries and have never been asked for an immunization record i have traveled plenty because i've lived overseas so much and only once in all the countries I've been to, um, and that was in Mali, Africa, was I ever asked for a shot record. 
Yeah, and since I wrote that book, because the book was published in 2008, and it's currently not available because it's in the – I want to update it because so much has happened since 2008 that even though a lot of the information is still good, I want to bring the most relevant and the most current information. So I'm hoping that in the upcoming year I'm going to be updating that book. And since that time, I've been blessed to have been in 72 countries and never been asked for a vaccination record. And with the exception of, like you said, there's a, the, small, the um, yellow fever vaccine is required to a small subset of countries, about 12 countries in the sub- Central African nations in that, in that part of the, of the world. And I know for me personally, if I, was, um, if I was required to get a vaccine to go to a certain, certain country, I wouldn't go there. I just wouldn't. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, do you still have the R Mastering Vaccines Info Boot Camp? Yes, we do. The boot camp, we offer it twice a year. In fact, it's ongoing right now. We're in week four. It's an eight-week online course. It's called the Mastering Vaccine Info Boot Camp Course and Training because it's, um, it's an eight-week course. You get a lesson every Saturday, and then every Thursday night we have an online discussion um, it's another mini lesson on the material that was presented that week, and we have language training. My business partner is a behavioral expert and, and is an expert in, in, in language and behavioral therapies, and so he we, trains people on how to communicate this without heat, how to ask the right questions, how to not get into fights with your family members and friends, and, and so well, the, the lessons are, the first lesson that, that I put is, is, are vaccines safe, are they effective? Then we go through smallpox and polio because everybody that's new to the topic always says, well, what about smallpox and what about polio? So we have four, out, we have four lessons there that we train people about that information. Then we talk about herd immunity. We talk about the schedules, the ramp up of the schedules, and we teach people how to read a package insert. Because if you're not in the healthcare or in the medical profession, we always tell people, go read the package insert. But you're not in the healthcare profession, it, you, you pull out the package insert, and they can be big and rather daunting. And so we train people so that they can teach others how to, um, to read a package insert. Then in between each one of those didactic sessions is a language session with my business partner. And we teach people concepts of matching and mirroring and how to ask appropriate questions, how to use um, hand language and body language appropriately. And I think that the magic of our course isn't so much about the content. It's about the language training and how to take all of that stuff and put it into bite-sized pieces. The next open enrollment for the course for spring, will be spring of, of uh, 2020. And you'll like this. Our open enrollment date is, is 2-20-2020. So it's February 20th, 2020. So there has to be something magically good about that number <laughs> for our open <laughs> enrollment for our next boot camp course. So, so if you want to learn more about that, if you go to Courses for Mastery and you scroll down to Vaxter and you click on Vaxter, you can go there and get on our email list so you can learn, get more information about all the things we do and, and the updates about when the course opens in February. Excellent. I just, when I was reading about that, I thought this is such a cool thing. In- well, one of, the re- one of the reasons that we did it is that, you know, the pharmaceutical industry trains doctors. I mean, there's, there's entire articles and courses on how to deal with vaccine-resistant parents, how to document appropriately in your chart when you've dealt with a vaccine-resistant parents and you don't actually um, vaccinate on that session. So how do you document so you can submit to insurance and still get paid even if you didn't administer a vaccine because those silly parents were messed up your whole day and took up your time because they, they had questions and wanted to refuse. And so after looking at this for all these years, and my business partner, his name's Matt, Matt and I, I said to Matt, I said, you know, we don't have on our side of the equation, we, all the people that know anything at all about vaccines, it's all been self-taught. And you can put 20 people in the room and you're going to have 20 different versions of things. And people are going to know all kinds of things at different levels. Some of the stuff they'll know really well. Some of the stuff they won't know at all. And some of the stuff they will have learned incorrectly. We need to develop a core curriculum. We need to develop a course on our side for language training and how to deal with these pro-vaccine bullies 
and how to how to deal with your mother-in-law that's a pediatric nurse or your your father that was a pediatrician and how to deal with that so you can stand your ground and what you believe is in the best interest of you and your children without like losing all your family and friends and so that was how we came up with the boot camp course the vaccine U is, in, is, is, is what we would call advanced courses and individual courses, but you don't have to go through the boot camp to take the individual courses or the individual modules at Vaccine U. Like, for example, at Vaccine U, we have a course on vitamin K, on Rogam, on flu shots, on um, pertussis, on vaccines in pregnancy. I mentioned before there's a course on, on the problematic ingredients. And my plan is by June of this next year, I will have had a, we'll have a course module in there on every single one of the vaccines. So if your kids are going off to summer school, summer camp somewhere, and they're requiring a hepatitis A, and you want to learn, like, is this something I should do to my my child? And they're going to go to on a missionary trip. Should we poison them in order to go serve the Lord? I mean, really? Is that, should we really look <laughs> yeah, into this a little sense. bit deeper? And so the boot camp is like a boot camp training. The membership is for people who have gone through the boot camp. Vaccine U is a deep dive in individual courses, but you can just go take courses in Vaccine U. You don't have to go through the boot camp to do that. And then the Tenpenny Research Library we've been building for nine years, and we've collected nearly 11,000 article links, links to abstracts and full-text articles showing problems with vaccines, and that's totally free. All you have to do is register and set up up an account. That's a security measure for us. Then you can go in and use the search and find all kinds of stuff that you're looking for to show problems associated with vaccines. You know, all of us that are not medical people are so grateful to you for your work. Um, I know that when I first got your book, I, I mean, I dove into it because I thought my children are pregnant and I wanted them to know this before my grandchildren got affected. Um, Ed Dames, who's best known as training remote viewers for the military, had his people remote view different Bible references. And his people stated that Revelations, in the book of Revelations, the mark of the beast was actually referring to vaccines. And I don't know if that's true or not, but I thought that was quite interesting. I mean, I know that he said that, but I don't. Go ahead. Well, you know, the book of Revelation is a prophetic book. And now they are actually talking about all this microchipping, and they're actually talking about uh, vaccinating with, um, with um, that there'll be teeny tiny nanoparticles of, of microchips in there where they can use to trace. And that, you know, they're talk- there's big companies now in, in, in the U.K. where you have to be microchipped in order to work there. And, you know, the Bible says, in the, excuse me, in the book of Revelation talks about there'll come a day in those days when you will not be able to buy, sell, trade, or barter without the mark of the beast. And, I've, and, and there's other Bible verses that, that are in, like Ezekiel, and place in some of the Old Testament that talks about the abomination of mixing human blood with animal blood. Well, that's exactly what vaccines do with all the bovine serum, the chicken blood. Um, there's cells from dogs and monkeys and insects even that are in these vaccines being injected into our children, our babies, our grandbabies. And it's, and it's the abomination of the pharmacia. And I actually wrote an article, I wrote a blog about that. On, on, if you go to Vaxter and you can search it up in the Dr. Tempany's blogs. So I, I do believe that it is an abomination. I do not believe that we should be contaminating the human body with cow blood and, I, and, I pig, and pig gelatin and pig gelatin and in, insect cells and simian viruses that are slow viruses that are known to cause all kinds of cancers over time that come from monkey kidney cells. We're in some, and somehow we have, we have a multi-generational indoctrination, multi-generational indoctrination that vaccines are safe. They, they've been tested, which they haven't. We've been, <coughs> excuse me, we've been conditioned to believe that the word effective is a synonym for protection, which it's not. And we believe we've been indoctrinated to believe that vaccines are as necessary as oxygen which they are not. And they're not. Dr. Sherry, this has been so delightful. I'm so appreciative of you joining us tonight, as I'm sure all of our listeners will be. Thank you for taking your time to help educate us on this. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it.
Be prepared and surprised and pleased when you get to experience Dr. Sherry Tenpenny's work. Again, her website is coursesformastery.com, and that four is um, a numerical four, not written out. Um, Sherry's name excels at being able to be alone for long periods of time and working long hours. This is found in the letters RR. If your name has a double R in it, then you too require private time so that you have time to think uninterrupted. Do you know where your genius lies? If you wish to learn how to read a person's name or know more about your own name, visit the website, knowthename.com, and give yourself the gift of a session. It helps you to live to your best and highest. And you can even schedule an appointment by visiting knowthename.com and then go to the services page. Remember, once you know the name, you know all about the person from the bedroom to the boardroom. This is Sharon Lynn Wyeth signing off.